Suleiman. Sadduddin. How's your week? My week was 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 very very blessed. Um, the highlight of my week is actually that painting over there. No <laughs> that painting no. behind Serish is the highlight of my week Basically. because there's a lot to that painting that people might not know. Yeah. I'm gonna let Serish quickly just describe that painting. <laughs> what is painting. it? What's the significance of that painting? Okay. So, oh my gosh, mom's gonna be so gassed already. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this painting was painted by my mom, um, and it's the view from my room at Maudlin. Or it's got like these are these the small details that you're talking about? Yeah. So like these small details, like this is my me and Prazana, and like basically my friends are in there. So yeah, I just keep it in my room. And Bro, it's so it. it's so lit. Like yeah. it's so lit. Yeah, I remember first seeing it. I was like. This is the view from your room. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, so one thing I like my biggest flex about modeling the room is the view from the room. It's yeah. amazing. No, it's incredible. Big up Sarah's mom. Yeah, yeah man. Apparently, it's just your hobby, but I'm like, you need to go make some money because <laughs> that's some serious talent. Yeah. Imagine being that good at a hobby. Um, my week. So I, I I've been having a lot of uh, phone calls with friends about like ideas that they're trying to start up in terms of like entrepreneurialism. Um, and like creative ideas so I feel like I don't know if that's like how my week has been but I know it's consisted of a lot of that so I've had a lot of like interesting conversations with friends about um, what they want to do outside of I don't know their career or what they do on a day-to-day so that's been really interesting and inspirational and I'll say yeah that's that's been my week how about you Sarah how have you been my week's been all right um it's been pretty chill I think just generally these days with everything being online and stuff, I feel like I just have a lot more control over what I'm doing in my day. Um, but yeah, nothing, I think th- probably the most significant thing that I've done this week is uninstalled delivery and Uber Eats from our okay. phone. <laughs> and that's it. Like, so I haven't been experiencing any withdrawals just yet. <laughs> but yeah, that's been the biggest thing. That's, that's a bold step. That's know, a bold yeah. step. Honestly. Yeah. That's crazy. It's so convenient though, just to be ordering and whatnot every day. Yeah. And I think I was getting into that habit. So I was like, I had a, I, when I first, before I first signed up to Uber, yeah. my friend, because you know if you use someone else's number, you get it for free, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So Uber was not a thing at this time. So he was like, yo, I'm, I want to sign up to this thing called Uber, can I use your number? I was like, yeah, yeah. of course, like, whatever that is, like, yeah. sure. And if till to this day, I can't use anything Uber because they end up calling him on a number that he doesn't uh, even use anymore. Okay. So even when I try and sign up to Uber Eats or anything, it just doesn't work. So it's for the I've just been permanently <laughs> locked out. Yeah, yeah, but then there's delivery with it. So, but yeah, I've, I've yeah, as as you know, I've been recently turned to cooking. So this is all, yeah. this is all past life of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Can't relate. Oh, that's it. New 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 phase of maturity <laughs> and development. But you know the crazy thing about Uber Eats? I don't know if you guys know this yeah, but there are certain restaurants that are now available in Cambridge. I don't actually have a restaurant here in Cambridge. Yeah, um, okay, I know about for delivery. You know Shake Shack? Shake Shack, Oh my bro. gosh, I was so happy. Bruh. Oh, I was they've so created, happy. They've created like warehouses where people oh. cook the food yeah. and then it's just like, they just pick up the food from, from the warehouse. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Wow, so I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm like, it's been like, it's such a genius idea. I don't know why it hasn't existed yeah. before. Yeah. But it's also, it kind of freaks me out because it's like nothing is real anymore. Like mm, everything is just coming to you in your yeah. room and you don't have to go out and do anything yeah. or like go sit in a restaurant yeah. Yeah. I remember I worked in a cake shop in Holland Park yeah. or High Street Ken and they worked they it was I was a brick and mortar shop so it was like in real life and then it just basically they made so much money off of like selling in other department stores like Selfridges and that they just kind of stopped. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, that was an interesting four days when I worked there. I just worked there for four days. This, guy, this guy's had work experience Honestly, in every single type of shop. <laughs> every single crazy. industry. It's crazy. From Santander. Where's the Santander? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, Vodafone. 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 I know about Vodafone. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I used to go on Google Maps Street View, yeah? yeah? And go, like, look what every shop on the street and apply to every single shop one yeah. by one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I, I ended up in so See, places. that's a smart way of doing it, but my older sister and my younger sister once, basically, they just, you know, is it called Indeed or something? Where it just yeah, yeah, yeah. So they went on that and just absolutely applied for everything. So, like, Seher was getting, <laughs> Seher's my older sister, she was getting phone calls for, like, head teacher of a primary school. <laughs> <laughs> like, at the age of, like, 17. That and then, and do you know what the thing is? Once she got a, a phone call and she put my dad's <laughs> number down for a bathroom salesman somewhere up <laughs> north, like, two hours from where we live and my dad's like what the hell is she playing at like just do something so normal jokes. but yeah yeah I remember get up going for job interviews yeah for like f- full 40 hour week jobs yeah. <laughs> and I had like school the next week yeah. but then yeah. the part of me is like maybe I can just do it for a week no. <laughs> we're like, oh something came up <laughs> sorry can't do it yeah. Like my boy worked at Starbucks for, for like two weeks <laughs> yeah. they trained him how to be a barista and he just cut bro like, yeah. I still know how That's to make good. coffee not very so you well, worked at a coffee shop as well? Yeah. Don't oh, nah, nah. <laughs> this guy, man. But, nah, it's, I don't know. I found it mad hard. So yeah. whenever someone tells me that like, I worked at a cafe or whatever, I'm like, do you know how hard it is? I think it's called tamping or something. But like, the you know the metal? The yeah. Because you have to make it like this level. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is mad hard. I remember one time I gave a coffee to a guy in the shop and it was just me in the shop. in this. Yeah. And so it was just me and him. And I was like, bro, please do not drink this in front of me. Because you're going to want a refund. And then I was like, bro, just please leave the shop before you drink it. In my head, I'm like, please, please, please. And the shop is tiny, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm like, please don't drink this. Bro, if I ever go to a coffee shop and I see you sign a deal, man. Yeah, after that, and then new customers came for that rest of the day, I was like, the coffee machine's broken. All the sign Let's get into it, man. So, Serish, what is your earliest memory? earliest memory I think a lot of my earliest memories come from you know that routine you had as a child of like you go to primary school you get home you have like an hour before you have to run to mosque down whatever food <laughs> eat your favorite no like watch your favorite after school show um what was your favorite after school show okay so like I think we, we were Tracy Beaker fans like consistently. Uh, yeah, so like from on. story of Tracy Beaker, Tracy Beaker returns. Bro, you follow the, you follow the Do you know there's a new series now too that literally came out a few days ago? No but apparently, where she's dead. she's older, right? Yeah, but she's, she's still the in mom. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mad. But I remember. Do you remember Crash? Yeah, I remember his Crash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I remember when she was like, "I'm not crying." It's high, hey, people. Hey, people. Oh, my mom. My mom's in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Like, don't watch that. Yeah, yeah. So we love Tracy Beaker. I loved like honestly. I watched Horror Henry way too. Like I was way too old for it, but I was still watching it. I miss yeah. those days, man. Was no, there, mm, I was going to say, was there shows yet that you felt like you was way too old to watch, but it was just banging? Honestly, I loved Spongebob for way too long. <laughs> like, the lame, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. I was saying to a couple of friends, uh, what was it, last week, innit? When I was yeah. like, yeah, we had Disney Channel for a hot sec in my yeah, house for like yeah. a hot six months, innit? And then whenever <laughs> I got home, there was so much yeah. selection in it to, to choose from. So I used to watch like Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. And okay. What's that other one? That's for Raven. Okay, those are all like before <laughs> before my time. <laughs> so, Miller, so we used to love watching like Live and Maddie, Casey Undercover. Those are all the Disney channels oh, that we used yeah. to watch. But yeah. Yeah. 
you're you asking me yeah, what she was yeah, like? Yeah. Bro, like, was it Phineas and Ferb? What oh, else? Um, okay. When I was yeah. really young, like Rory in the racing car, that was that was cold. I remember <gasps> no, that one. That was um, my little brother's favorite. Yeah. What else? What else is in uh, Sarah Jane Adventures? That was oh, one of my favorites. Yeah, that was solid. Yeah, that was that was quite cold. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what's that yeah. one show with the guy with the cloak? And he was like, it was Raven. Like, Raven. Raven. Raven yeah, was. Yeah, I, I love those shows where like you can. <gasps> you know, I used to apply oh. every single <laughs> to go to CBBC. Do you Bro, know why did they make? Do you know that says so much about you? I was so. <laughs> that <laughs> says so. Did you ever apply to that like Blue Peter badges? Oh, and my that? little sister had all the Blue Peter badges. Though. No way. Yeah, like she was. She was Blue such Peter a solid fan for so long. But yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I really rate that because I used to think like, where did you get these people from? Do you yeah. know there was this show <laughs> called? Um, uh, what was it? They were in prison, but it yes, what well, the, well, the house one? <gasps> but like, but kids will come in the audience. The slammer. It was called the slammer. Oh, the slammer! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, like they used to get kids in the audience yeah, coming to schools. And like, they what schools are they going to? Solitary confinement. Yeah, yeah. They used to be like, do they actually stay there? Yeah, yeah. Of their life. I was so worried it's for them. Mad. When you think they constructed all of that to just do a talent show, yeah. basically, yeah. isn't it? That, that's yeah. mad. Yeah. Talent shows, but you know, when I think about talent shows, I think about like you know school days. Did you have Did you have talent shows at your school? Like you know, like not talent shows, no. no. Okay, but we had you, we used to have like performances and everything, like production. Okay, okay. Like we used to do like every year we used to do like a different. So we did like um, Goldilocks and Three Bears one year. We did Cinderella, all of that, and like it used to be put on on Christmas time. And they used to take it quite seriously, like all the dressing up and everything. Mm-hmm. Used to love that. What were you? What were you in those things? I'm not even going <laughs> <laughs> It's actually so no. We're not even gonna go there. But yeah, I always used to go for it though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're not. I'm actually <laughs> not gonna. I'll tell you afterwards. It's actually so embarrassing. But yeah. Yeah, that's mad. I feel like student theatre, like student theatre, sounds very grand. Yeah. But like, let's just call it student theatre. In it, in primary yeah. school, it's quite. Um, it's probably one of the the most impactful parts of primary school. Yeah. For for people that participate, because it like it's, it takes a certain degree of um of putting yourself out there that yeah. you don't usually do when you're young. Yeah. I don't know. Did you like what kind? of... In what ways did both of you put yourself out there like, during your early days at school? I think in primary school, generally, I was just very confident. Like, mm-hmm. And it's weird because I don't think I carried that confidence through into like high school or like later school. But like, so yeah, primary school, I was just willing to do like the performances or like, you know, when you did even just your class assemblies or something, I would be like the main speaker happily. Mm-hmm. Um or even like you know do you remember when you used to have those little jobs like the took monitor and the register monitor the cop monitor all those little things you took such pride in those little jobs and it was like you had to just speak to different people blah blah I used to love that type of stuff I remember talent shows a lot but more so in like sixth form time because my sixth form which had a lot of talent so um, I remember Big Zoo who's now like a rapper um, he used to do like he used to just smash the talent shows in my sixth form. Well, he used to just rap. In. Yeah, like freestyle. If there's a talent show, you know he's performing and that's you know he's gonna so shell it down. That's so there was sick. always that one kid that could like break dance or something, <laughs> like that, and then <laughs> stage. Like I remember that we had that one guy in primary school too. Yeah, and you know like when it's going off, someone's like, "Hey, go get yeah. him! He needs to come." <laughs> You said that when you were in primary school, you felt like you were quite confident. Yeah. So where do you think that confidence came from? Like, what made, what made you feel confident? Mm, I think just generally, you don't really, there's no reason for you to really care what people think at a young age. Um, I think I was just, I think the people around me, like my, just family, stuff like that, they just kind of support you in everything. Primary school is just not that deep. Mm. So like, 
I was just confident. I was quite mature to, um, to the, you know, like, in, I remember in primary school, yeah, when we had, wait, is it, I don't even know if this is relevant. Shall I say it? Go ahead. <laughs> say it. Okay, 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 okay. So in primary school, you know, like how you have your receptionist or your, um, the secretary, as was like Miss Potty, it's just a lovely old little lady. Once she was ill, yeah, um, and Mr. Stokes, I was in like year five, year six or something, must have been in year six. He he called me to replace her. So I spent the day like no. picking up the phone calls. Like, what? <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Whoa, like, hello, I'm in primary school. How can I help you? Like, I'm not even You're joking. You're joking. Even to the extent that, like, you know, like, he, he showed me, he was like, okay, so if, if this phone rings and this is for the gate no. there, so you look at the camera and, like, you see who it is. And, like, if it was something important, then I remember I had to run all the way up the corridor and be like, Mr. Sex, you got to come down. So then he'd come down and he'd listen. That's but, why so, what like, year were you in? I, I must have been like year six or something. Oh, she must have been nine or ten. Months. Exactly. Like, I literally think like at the time I thought oh yeah I'm, s- I'm so mature I'm like just made for this but like now when I look at like my little cousins who are like when I was your age I was, I was doing <laughs> big things at your age <laughs> I'm picking up vocals um, but yeah That's so like true. I think that just kind of shows what type of person I was in primary like just c- confident chilling That's it's yeah. cool I f- like given that because I, I know that you have a few siblings so yeah. it must like when you say that you felt mature was it like yeah. in reference to like relative to some of your siblings because those are the people you kind of grew up with mm. or like I don't know where did that sense of maturity where do you think would, like, yeah, where do you think that came from I think yes is in having siblings but I don't think I ever felt like like the I have one older sister but like we were always kind of put together everyone thought we were twins but mm. like I never felt like it was I have a responsibility to be mature because I have younger siblings or whatnot. Mm. I think part of it might have come from just being, I think I was quite naturally bright. Um, I did well in class and stuff like that. And I think it just kind of went with the personality. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If you're like doing well in class and if you're on like top tables and whatnot, then you've got to be sensible and stuff like that. I think it was just playing into that character. So what, okay, what role, what impact do you think, like, your family has had in terms of, like, your kind of personal um, development growing up? Yeah. Yeah. Family's definitely always been really, really important. Um, I guess start with parents. I think parents really, like, form you as a person. And I think I'm so, so fortunate that, like, I have an amazing relationship with both of my parents. Um, And, like, just the way they are, or like what I see in them is a lot of what I strive to be, or like the type of person that I want to be like. Um, they're almost like my blueprint, I would say, like your mom and your dad, both individually, like they're both quite different, I would say, but they both have taught me like really important things and things that I want to like implement, or like when I think about the person I want to become, a lot of it is based on like who they are mm-hmm. as people. How are they different? So my dad is like, he's very, I feel like from the outside, if you saw him, you you see like someone who's very like, maybe a bit sensible, but like, cause he's always been like extremely hardworking. Like that's one thing I think I've definitely learned from my dad, like what it actually means to be a hardworking Bro, person. Bro, me and Saladin can testify that you're a hard worker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Serif works hard, so, like, 100%. But no, we'll like, get to the 5 a.m. shifts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay. So no, genuinely though, like, I think just growing up, I saw my dad working day in, day out. And it was never like, you know, you work six days a week, you can take the seventh day off. It was just consecutively for Mm. years. Um, And like, just to see that, it really 
like I said, it's like something that I would want to implement and like something I strive to be like. Um, so like from the outside, you he's still a he's still a joker. He's still so chill. But like from the outside, you probably see like him being a bit more serious, a bit more like you know, head of family, sensible kind of thing. Whereas my mom is like, um, I would I would describe my mom as like you know like the the cool kid on the playground that everyone wants to be <laughs> friends with that's my mom like in our community at home like everyone just loves her whether it's like kids or like my friends or like my sister's friends they're all friends with my mom or like um even like the old women like we take the makeup mom we're like your friends are like 60 plus mom like <laughs> get a better social circle but yeah so my mom's so chill she's so kind um and just the way she treats people, like, she'll always go above and beyond for other people. Like, if someone wants, even, like, if people ask her for, like, paintings or something like that, she'll just do it for them and she'll always make sure it's the absolute best it can be and just doing more than you have to. Um, you spoke about confidence and how it didn't, follow you through to secondary school yeah. so tell me about secondary school mm, I don't think it was actually I don't think it was necessarily that I lacked confidence in secondary school I think it was more of a case of it was a process of just finding like you know it's, it's always like who who are you and I think that's the question you kind of ask yourself at the different stages um so high school I wasn't like I didn't lack confidence um I think I was just cautious, like, I don't know if that makes sense, but, so the high school I went to, I, I live right outside of the school, so, like, my house is here, you cross a road and the school is there, it's like a 10 second walk, so before I started the high school, it used to be, um, it used to be called Heathfield, um, and it, w it just had the worst reputation ever, like, every day outside, fights whatnot half the time it was my own older cousins in the fights <laughs> i'm not gonna lie but like it was always in fights and everything i remember i, I went down to my mom once and i was like yeah, i'm not gonna survive that. I, there's no way i'm going to that school but then they changed it into an academy um and then when it became an academy it was kind of like getting better and getting better um so like i think for me it was just like going in and not being too sure where i kind of fit into this environment and just taking it slowly i guess mm. So yeah. you said that <laughs> at times your cousins were like part yeah. of, you know what I mean? They were at the school yeah. and they were like, they were there. Um, mm. You mentioned, I think off camera that you've got quite a big family. Yep. Like what was it, what's it like going to a school yeah. where like you have cousins and siblings and like people you know in the years above and around yeah, you? What's, what's that, what's oh, that like? It's, it's sick. So like when I first started, like I had cousins who were in the old years and they were just about leaving. So like they kind of all left at one point. But even when, like I remember I was in year seven, it, it just, it's just like, yeah, I'm, I've got, I've got backing. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, nothing's going to go down. But like even my sister is in the year above me. So like I knew if I ever had anything, like half the time it was literally, I forgot my lunch money. I'll get to say, she'd get so annoyed at me every single day. But like if it, if there was, and I'm not going to lie, I was like the most unproblematic person <laughs> ever. I stayed out of everyone's way. Yeah. But like, Really, uh, really, was, really, really, really. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, so generally like if they're, if anyone tried it, <laughs> I just knew I'd go to her. Like, I just, yeah. So it's always like, you, you feel a bit more comfortable. You can be a bit more like. And I, sure. lot, like last year, your sister came to to Cambridge. Yeah. So I, we had the chance to meet your sister and she yep. does seem to have a kind of a different personality. Yeah. <laughs> How would you kind of like compare like you and your sister in terms of like, yeah, personalities? I, honestly, we are 
exact opposites in a lot of ways. Like, I think when we was younger, we used to bash heads a lot because no matter what the problem was, like, whatever the situation was, we'd always take the opposite sides and, like, we'd always be like... So she'd always want to do, like... She'd always... She's very out there. She's very crazy. She'll do whatever. Like, I think I'm just a bit more cautious, perhaps. Um, or, like, literally, whatever the matter was, we always take opposite sides. But, like, now I think as we're older, it's good because, like, we have different circles almost and then it kind of complements each other well. I remember once yeah I you know like when you're in those family environments and like everyone's there and like parents are just gassing up all of the kids <laughs> <laughs> and then like I think at one point um I don't know I must have said it or like one of my parents said it and they were like oh yeah, she's going to be a barrister. And one of my uncles was so impressed. He was like, and even till this day, he's impressed by it. So I was like, yeah, that's what I've got to do. <laughs> like, I felt like I had to stick with it. Let's let's talk about that. Yeah. That, the kind of the idea of putting things out there, like saying things out loud. Yeah. Like, yeah. How, I don't know, for both of you, has there ever been a time when someone said something out loud about you, that let's, let's just say a positive thing, like yeah. that example, and you've kind of, it's just changed. I don't know, it's helped manifest it into reality. Yeah. Is it something that comes to mind? Should I go? I think with the ba- literally the yeah. barrister thing, like so, like for me, I didn't e- like I knew it was like a it was, it was a lawyer. You kind of have to speak in court. Didn't know the ins and outs. No, mm. but like it was like it's been said now. <laughs> I don't really know what else I want to do. <laughs> yeah. So like this is like I felt like I had to live up to it, and like I'll just go with it. But like part of me, it wasn't like forced or anything because part of me just generally did find law really really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. What about you, Selena? Yeah, man, I don't know. Like, obviously, there, there are certain ideas, like, you know, that like law of attraction. Like, you, you hear yeah. about those things on YouTube, and I don't know how much I could, like, believe in it completely, yeah. but there is something there, though. I do think that there is something there about saying things out loud and just it becoming a lot more real. Yeah. And it not, it's, it's, it's a, probably the same thing as journaling and putting, some, putting things onto paper. Yeah. Like, it just becomes... It does, it, it's, it's not intangible anymore. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's something that has the potential to be- to become very real. Yeah. Um so that's 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 my two cents all the way. Yeah, I feel like I've never I feel like I've always done the opposite, mm. which is just I right, cool, I've I come across this thing, I'm like, all right, yeah. cool, let me do this and put a lot of work into it or as much work as is as needed mm-hmm. and then just put it to the side and never think about it again. Um like I never <clears throat> like all right, cool, let's say I I'm applying to university, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, all right I'm going to apply to this and this and I'm going to apply to... I would just do all of the reading and research yeah. and then go, at right, cool. Based off of all I've read, I'm going to apply to this, this, that. And then yeah. only if I... Only if something happens, even if, whether it's I got rejected or I got accepted, mm-hmm. then someone will... You probably know about it. Someone else will know about it. Okay. But I feel like in large part... Um, I don't know. I feel like the other end of that is like... But this isn't necessarily what your example, Serge, but the mm. other but it's more like Soleiman's the other end of that law of attraction thing, like um put it out into the world kinda I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the other end of that is that I don't know, maybe it's it's too cynical of me to go, Yeah, but w- what's that gonna do? Mm. Yeah. Like I just think that what's that gonna do? Yeah. It's not gonna mean I'm gonna put in more hours into it or yeah. like take it more seriously or it's just going to mean that it's out there. I don't know. It's like when people say like, oh, you know, write down your goals and you'll make them happen yeah. or whatnot. Like, I, I think I, well, I know I did because I was looking back on my diary and I saw like back in 2019, I wrote down my mm. goals for 2019 mm. um, and I don't do it anymore. Mm. Clearly, I didn't find it like that 
yeah. like useful but mm. do you guys write down your goals and stuff or not like what you want to achieve in that year or when I when I was in year 13 yeah. I remember I printed out like my offer and I stuck it up on the wall and that and I did you know those dramatic things when you yeah. like you make a big deal out of certain things yeah. When I was young, I was definitely like prone to doing those types of things. Yeah. Like, even when I was like year eight, year nine, I used to I had like photos of different boxes on the wall because okay, I was yeah. like I was kind of in, into boxing for a, for a, for a short while. Um, and I came across a podcast recently where the host said that the secret to success mm. for him is is working consistently, aggressively, and anonymously on 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 tasks and projects that he's passionate about. Yeah. And I say that quote because the word anonymously links yeah. to what Saadadine basically just said. Like, yeah. Because there, there seems to be two schools of thought. Like the law of attraction idea where you let as many people know as possible and hopefully they'll support you or that kind of pressure to succeed will make you do things. Mm. And the other school of thought is you kind of just don't waste your time. You just do your, you do your own business and like you just work hard at it without letting people know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just something that came to mind. Um, diary. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I think as I got older, I took it more seriously, um, especially since starting uni. Um, and it was just, like, a good way of... Almost... Yeah, so, like, I... I, 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 I let me start that again. Like I said before we, we started, I, I do a yearly letter to myself. So mm -hmm. every year I write myself a letter and it literally starts with like, dear future Sarish. And then like I just ask myself like a bunch of questions. I start like, how's this? Are you still worrying about this? Like, what's your biggest thing going on right now? Blah, blah, blah. And then I'll just go into like reflecting on the, the year. And I think for me that was like, or it has been really good at like acknowledging perhaps big changes in my life that you perhaps don't even notice because it's not like a big change as in like oh I've started university it's just like a big change in perhaps my personality or like the way I see things um and yeah I think that's what that's been really really good for what are some of the big changes that you've kind of experienced recently in recent years I think recently um I definitely decided that it was time for me to be more willing to just do things or like just put myself out there and like not be so um hesitant or cautious or like, like even if you had asked me to do this last year I, w I know for a fact I would have said no mm. um and yeah just 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 saying yes and like not holding back um and not worrying have you guys ever watched yes theory on youtube Yes, theory. Yes, theory. Yeah. yeah. Have you? I've seen a few episodes. Well. What is it about, Roman? So, like, their whole brand is literally you just say yes to everything. Like, yeah. things that you, you would never do otherwise, just say yes. Um, they have this one video that literally I just love. Um, have you ever seen the Will Smith one? I think I have, but remind me, what, what was they, it? They randomly put a video out, like, I think one of them literally had a dream, yeah. So they put a video <laughs> onto their channel about, like, they challenged Will Smith that um, let's do a bungee jump out of a helicopter over, oh no, I think it was Will himself who said we're going to do it over the Grand Canyon. But, like, that was the thing, yeah. Um, and they just put it out there and then, like, he responded and he was, like, challenge accepted and whatnot. And if you watch the video of them reacting to his response of saying yes, it's, like, the most sick thing ever. Like, they're just so gassed. They're so hyped by it. And, like, just watching that video makes you, like, oh, my gosh, this is... this is, Like, just small thing of putting something on the internet, mm. hoping for a reaction. Um, and then, like, there was a whole... Like, they did the whole series of it and, like, they got to meet Will and everything. Yeah. 
um but just generally their entire youtube channel mm -hmm. i think is just sick. like just saying yes like recognizing the power of just saying yes and not being afraid to what, what do you think Suleiman, your is your biggest change this year has been or in the past 12 months um, I would say the biggest change for me has been um, paying attention to what? Paying attention to where my attention goes. Like, like thinking a lot about like what, what I'm thinking about in a way. Like, for example, at the end of the day, I'll like, I'll like reflect on like where my attention was and like who, who my attention was given to and like yeah. what things kind of took, took my attention. Because I don't know, like for most of my life, it's kind of just, you kind of just kind of, you're in autopilot. Do you know what I mean? You're just kind of going through things. Um, and obviously social media has been like a big thing where like I've kind of tried to reduce my time on it. Yeah. So maybe paying attention to what I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention to. What about you? The one that immediately comes to mind is uh, putting in time to get ready for bed. This was something I've mentioned before, but I never used to do that. Like yeah. literally throughout secondary school, even sixth form, um, I never, I, like getting ready for bed was not a thing. You just mm -hmm. kind of, I right, cool, this dark out, out yeah. whatever happens, like, yeah. like whenever happens, happens whenever yeah. I go to bed. So I think that's probably been the biggest thing. So you yeah. have a whole routine now? Basically, so yeah, this leads us nicely on to obviously, Sarah, something that obviously well known, <laughs> well known in, in many circles yeah. is, is your is your routine of getting up um, and going to sleep. So what's that like? So I think. Okay, yeah, I think I have just generally, my sleep schedule is probably the one thing that I'm quite disciplined with in life. Although I'm not gonna lie, I did go a bit whack in like lockdown, <laughs> but like we're back on track. Um, I think, gen like I would always say it to my friends, like if you have a solid sleep schedule, you're setting yourself up for like a good day. Um, and night, honestly going to sleep so much isn't, like I don't know if I have like a nighttime routine. Like there's generally things that you always do. Um, although, you know, have you ever seen like when the people do like or people speak about like you know in the Royal Navy or like in the the army or whatever the how they go to sleep in like two minutes and they have that route they have that technique of just knocking out straight away what is it? it's a whole technique basically it's like you have to like consciously like relax all of your muscles and blah 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 like it's a whole process and you can knock out in two minutes I used to try and do that for like a long time yeah and I thought I nailed it but I don't know if no. I did it might have just been in my head <laughs> but um yeah, so like sleeping, but like waking up early was always a was always a thing, and I think I started it like when I was doing my GCSEs, um, mainly because um, I think I've said this before. Like all of my cousins used to come over in the evenings to our house. Like just generally, someone was always coming and going. Something was always going on in the house, or whatnot. So like I didn't like the thought of me having to revise whilst everyone's having fun, like Aww, serious FOMO. So, so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just start waking up early. And like getting a lot of work done in the morning, then going to school, then doing a bit in the evening, but not having to do as much in the evening. Um, and yeah, it just made me feel so much more productive. Um, carried it through sixth form and uni.
I'm at that point now where I just love being at uni. I love the people, I love the environment, I love all of it. But there's definitely been like highs and lows. Um, I think first year, it was like a, for me, it was like a big deal moving out, moving away from home. Like we touched on family um, or just my my home area. Like you know everyone. Um, like the people I went to primary school with, most of them came to my high school, most of them came to my sixth form. And like this was the first time dispersing from everyone. Um, so yeah, moving out was like a very, very big deal to me. Um, and I think that like meant that when I got here, I was quite homesick for a while, like I missed home. Um, so it was like a bit of adjustment, like it, I, I took my time to settle in. But like generally, I think Cambridge has been amazing. And it's, it's all about the people you meet. I think I, I, I think that's what everyone says, but it literally is you will meet. And I don't think that's something unique to Cambridge. It's all universities. Um, but you meet the most amazing people here. And I think that's probably been like the highlight mm-hmm. of uni for me. Okay, this is a question I, I recently thought about to myself the other day. Like, What's the smallest change mm-hmm. that's made the biggest difference to kind of your life? Like, in recent times. I mean, like, one that comes to mind straight away is not having coffee past 3 p.m. Okay. Like, I I used to drink coffee kind of late sometimes, and that would, like, disrupt my sleep. So now I just have green tea, or, like, something like herbal tea, like, before I go to sleep. And that's made a big difference. And it's a very small thing to do, but it's made a big difference. Yeah. I think, for me, it's not taking shortcuts. I think I used to, like, not, not in, like, real life. I'm a big fan of shortcuts in real life, like in terms of getting from one place to another. But yeah. um, <laughs> let's not get into that. <laughs> His shortcuts are long cuts. That would really? be good. I can imagine. I know. Shortcuts. I can imagine. <laughs> but um, when I was in school, anytime we used to get a question for like homework, yeah, I would yeah. Google the question. Okay. Like that's I'm doing that first thing. I'm okay. not gonna even read the question. Yeah. I'm just Google. I'll just Google it. But now I think <laughs> I learned the hard way that it, it that over time it doesn't really it does it's not helpful. Have you yeah. always like lived in Birmingham? Is it Birmingham and Cambridge? Are they the two yeah. places that you've kind of lived in your entire life? Yeah, okay. literally. So it was like from Cradley to Cradley's where I live in Birmingham, mm-hmm. Cradley to Cambridge. I think that was probably another reason why moving to Cambridge was such a big deal because it was like my entire life or my entire bubble was mm-hmm. Cradley for so, so long. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you think you're like, can you see yourself living there, settling in there for the rest of your life? Are you still attached to it in that way? See, I said this, someone asked me this the other day, like, would you raise your children in Cradley. I was like, I would definitely drag them back and show them like all the amazing shops. <laughs> Take them to the local supermarket, <laughs> yeah. Gino's, or whatever, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, but like, I don't think I would stay there the entire life, my entire life, just because I feel like, mm, I feel like if, if I was there my entire life, I would feel like I haven't progressed much or like I haven't mm. thinked, or like I haven't really gone very far. Um, I don't know, that's not necessarily the case that like, how far you travel from home is like how great you've done in life or not. But I feel like for me, I'd, I'd want to move out a bit more. And I think if I hadn't come to Cambridge, I wouldn't have that mindset. I would have been happily staying in Birmingham for the rest of my life. Mm. But like now I'm like, keep going. Mm. That's, that's, you know the, the point you made about like how far away you move yeah, from yeah. home is a sign of progress. Yeah. I find it very interesting. Like, obviously, because... Like, let's say London, right? London yeah. is known as that big city in the world. Like, if you, especially from a lot of my friends who come from outside of London in the UK, mm-hmm. they look at London as if it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, it's, they either hate it or love it usually. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it has its own unique position within, yeah. within society. Um, as 
people that are from London, like especially for me, Saturdeen's more central, but I'm on the periphery. Like I'm literally mm. west west London. So moving into central London, yeah, can feel like it's a big change. You know what yeah, I mean? And like, yeah, yeah. like that's a symbolic change, and you've progressed because you've yeah. kind of you've gone towards the centre, the wealthy part of the city. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, can you relate to that 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 idea, mm. or like, is it is that something that you've come across in the in the, in the past? Yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah. and I think. I think that's just London in general, though. Like, I think even if you're not from London, if you end up in the city of London, you've done great. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, as in if you end up in central London, you've done good. Yeah. I think for me... Okay, so, like, do you mean, like, let's say I went from Cradley to central Birmingham? Because I'm, like, right outside of Birmingham. <laughs> like, for me, that's just like, yeah, okay. But, like, I don't know. Like, because you, you, I think the way I see it is, like, there's a whole world. Do you know what I mean? So, like, why just stay in... Greatly. I see, I see, like, I see, I see. I, um, yeah, I think that comes down to like me just wanting to travel a lot. Yeah. So like, what would you consider mm-hmm. having looked back on three years at university a time well spent? Okay, I guess you can break it into like small achievements and like big achievements. Yeah, and like in terms of small achievements, I feel like I've definitely made. There's things I've that definitely I smashed that. So <laughs> that's why. <laughs> No, 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 but, like, I can definitely look back and be like, okay, this has changed and this has been good. And, like, I can see those little changes. Um, I think, like, in terms of big achievements, honestly, I think it just, for me, it's, like, the people around me right now are people that I just find so inspirational, like, people who you you never would have crossed paths with otherwise. Um, And I think, for me, time off Spartan is just learning from people around me um and just yeah just really learning and just it's all about experiences I guess Mm -hmm. maximizing the experiences I have and I think one thing that I regret is like if first year I think a bit more like uh I didn't do as much as I probably could have and then I was like at the end of first year I was like you know what second year we're gonna go in we're gonna do all that and then (laughs) do you know what I mean that opportunity was taken away so you I I think I kind of learned my lesson so I'm like third year's gonna be my year (laughs) I'm currently on third year (laughs) it's not ready it's not ready what about you Soleil time well spent yeah yeah Yeah, I'd echo what Sarah said like like meeting connecting learning from as many people as possible Yeah. yeah Yeah, because I think with 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 people, unlike other sources of knowledge, it's like a real manifestation of mm-hmm. what you could potentially become if that's what you want to become. Like, yeah. like you can read about a sick person in a book, or you can watch a sick film yeah. or a documentary, but like to see a real person that embodies qualities that you think are sick, 100%. that is like, yeah, bruh. Yeah, that's 100%. so true. I would say though, I don't feel like there's a, ba- like when you said about first year, I didn't do a lot yet. Mm. I feel like there's a real benefit and merit in like doing that learning, but about yourself kind of thing. Yeah. And I think sometimes you can only do that when you're away from people. Yeah, mm. I, I don't think I'm mad about. I don't think I'm mad at myself for it because, like, I think at first I was a bit hard on myself. I was like, you know, you could have done so much. But like, I think I had to. <laughs> I think I had to go through it to yeah. realize yeah. the change um, that needs to be made. I want to talk. I want to. I want to ask you about like your hopes for the future yeah. and like I want to ask you this really massive question and like if, if you haven't got an answer whatever in it but like it's just Kay. a massive question if there was 
any problem in the world, yeah, yeah. that you could solve 100%, yeah. like you had the potential to solve it, what problem would it, would it be? Like, which problem would you... Let, oh. let me say that again, because there's a better way to phrase it. What problem would you want to solve if you knew that you had the solution to solving it? Do you have an answer? Like, okay. In, like, in relation to what we've discussed, if, mm -hmm. I, if I knew that I could... Like, this is kind of selfish, but if I knew that I could wake up at 5 a.m. every day, yeah. <laughs> 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 and I could, like, con certainty. Yeah. Certainty. Yeah. Okay. That would be pretty lit. I that mean, that's... Okay, I think I was thinking... So basically, you're living, you're living <laughs> someone's dream. You're living someone's dream. <laughs> I'm going to be serious. <laughs> that's, that's the conclusion. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay, so I was thinking... I don't want to be like, okay, you've said wake up at 5 a.m. I was thinking like, um, like solve a problem. I was thinking like, just, you know how much people are suffering in the world. Get out, bro. Get out. You're so selfish. Let me bust. Get out. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I'm free with this. Number one. Okay, do you mean my problems? Number one, five a.m. Number two, unlimited delivery. Number three, fresh traders. And I said, it's like, yeah, solve world hunger, world peace. Wait, have I misinterpreted the question? No, you haven't. You haven't at all. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Part of what I want to do in the future would be to just whether it's like going back to Kashmir and helping people there or like um, just solving some of the problems. So like Kashmir has been like um, victim to ongoing territorial conflict for decades now. So like if, if you can, if you're in a position where you can help those people, um, I think that's that that would be like a massive, massive achievement. Um, mm. Yeah. And I think it would make my parents really proud too because it's something that's so important to them. So, yeah. I'll just leave the room in it once. But you can keep working on the vibe. Keep working on the vibe. I'll save Kushri. Good day today. Welcome at 5 a.m. Another good day. What about you, Sam? The reason, okay, the reason, okay, my critique of the question here is that you have to go for the biggest thing, innit? Which is why. It's like you have to go for world hunger or world yeah, peace yeah. or something. Otherwise, what? Uh, otherwise, it's like well, it's like you wasted the wish yeah, in it. You yeah, wasted yeah. the thing. So yeah. Ah. <laughs> right, let me it's again. okay though because he, <laughs> but, but I'm not gonna lie it's important we need five people we need people yeah. in the world to wake up at 5am like yeah. that's just oh, <laughs> you true. just need people oh uh, that's funny so you spoke about your diary and your letter to your future self yeah. and you mentioned that there are some things that you say are you doing this are you doing yeah. that you ask your future self so could you share with us mm. what questions would you ask yourself in five years time Okay. Um, five years time, I'm gonna be twenty-five. Oh my gosh, that's so old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Um, okay, in five years time, okay, I would ask myself, literally as simple as like, what am I doing? Like, away from like uni, obviously we'll have graduated. What am I doing? Because right now I am in a place where I re I don't know where I'm going to be heading after university. So like I would hope by then things are a bit clearer. Maybe I have a better idea of what I'm doing. But you know that's that's interesting though because like I used to be 
up until like recently, I was the person who like, I put like timestamps on everything. So I was like, you know what, like 16 doing this by 18, this graduate by 21, this move on, blah, blah, blah. And I thought it was so important. And like, even like at 15, I think if you'd asked me at 15, I think I've said this to you before. If you asked me at 15, I would have told you my next five year plan and I would have been confident. I would have been like, yeah, this is happening. Um, and a lot of it would have been based around like, I'm going to be a barrister, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, but now I'm like, and it was literally, and I know it's really not that deep, but like for me, when I turned 20, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not a teenager anymore. Um, and I was like, okay, so, but I'm not, I'm not where I thought I was going to be five years ago. Um, and I think part of it, like part of just recognizing that was like, it's, it's not that deep to, to be distressing over like, by this age, I want to be doing this, by this age, I want to be doing this. Not to like <laughs> shut down your question or anything, like it's yeah. a sick question, but like... It's a great... No, <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's absolutely fantastic. It's completely valid. You get my point, yeah. Like yeah. It's you know what, Sadie? You've asked that question before on the, yeah. on the podcast, so it's clearly a question that you think about yourself. So what's your answer to the question? Yeah. Well, I don't think that's necessarily <laughs> true, <laughs> just because I ask it. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I, don't, I don't think... I don't... Like... I agree with Sarah and I don't think in terms of like by X year this year, I don't really yeah. think about that. I think more like what have you done in those years? Yeah. More than by these five years, you should have done that. And I think for me, that's been a lot of part of my thinking. Like six, sixth form, I remember telling my chemistry teacher, yeah, I want to go on a gap year, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, why do you want to do that? That's stupid. Just go to like, just go straight through it. Yeah. And I, I remember, even though like obviously she's been there, done that, yeah, I was like, yeah, allow it. Like I'm not listening to you, innit? I'm not asking you any more yeah, questions yeah, ever, yeah. innit? Um, kind of thing. And and I remember another teacher, he's my history teacher, his name's Nick, yeah, sick, sickest guy, yeah. He has his own podcast about like history and GCSE history. Yeah. Bro, sick guy. My history teacher has a podcast as well. Is it? <laughs> my history teacher's podcast <laughs> better than <laughs> yours. <laughs> <laughs> I did geography. Um I did geography. <laughs> You yeah, did geography. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. um, geography's dead, man. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm not even going to argue that point. No, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, he was like, yeah, like, do like, yeah, do a gap here. And I just remember, yeah, I'm going to ask you like more. So I, I just say that to say, like, I just yeah. remember from early, early doors being like, as long as I make use of my years, mm. I don't mind what it is. I came across this a saying recently that there's no such thing as the past and the present. There's just memorable, memorable events and non-memorable events, okay. which is interesting because you might have forgot what you had for like lunch two weeks ago. Yeah. Mm. But you remembered your birthday when you were like eighteen, maybe because it was a big event and you you, you, yeah. you remember that day. Yeah. Um, so I would say to answer my question, what memorable, positively me memorable events have you done in the last five years? Like, that's 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 a nice question. Maybe I'd ask. Uh, Serge, thank you for coming through today. Really enjoyed our conversation. Um, the way that we finish off all of our conversations, as you know, um, is to ask this question. What does success mean to you? Yeah, I think it's a big question. But it's a simple answer, maybe. As in, like, it's definitely levels. Like, success isn't going to be, like, one point in my life where I'll sit back and be like, yeah, I'm successful now. I can chill. Um... I think a lot of it comes down to family for me. Um, like, am I in a position where um, I can support my family, but in more than just like fi financial means, just like support them through whatever. Like, I have younger siblings, younger cousins. Um, can I can I open doors for them in any way? Um, and can I do anything that 
that they're going to benefit from um that's definitely an aspect of it just being content um with whatever i'm doing at the time enjoying it making sure like it's fulfilling i feel like i'm doing something that's benefiting people stuff as simple as just making your parents proud mm. just yeah little things i guess shout out to his mom for that painting bro yep. yeah, highlight of the episode man yeah. one of the highlights <laughs> thanks <Mom. laughs> wicked on that bombshell uh, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone that you think might enjoy it and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Without further ado, see you next Thanks. week. It's been a pleasure. <laughs>